Show. Here's Pete and Lisa. Love me some Helen Reddy, and I love this next woman. She brings the energy and the nutrition. Her website, DawnJacksonBlattner.com. She is a registered dietitian and nutritionist and a great friend of the show. It is Dawn Jackson Blattner. It's great to see you on Zoom. How are you? Oh my goodness. I am so great. I was excited about this show. I feel like I have downloaded some amazing information to share with you. I just, I cannot wait. It's great to see you. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling it. Well, okay. Let's just point out, I do have to disclose. uh, I did have a cup of coffee already today. Yes. And I just got back from the gym where my adrenaline is pumping. So yes. uh, Um, all I can say is I'm a warning. I should come with a warning. <laughs> Lisa hates when I say this, but I quit caffeine for a few days and I haven't had no. any caffeine today. <laughs> it's, don't worry, I'll no. hop back on the caffeine bandwagon. Before we talk about booze over the holidays, before we talk about sweets over the holidays, I want to talk about sleep. My sleep schedule is garbage. I wake up every night, I swear to God, Dawn, at 3.30 in the morning. Sometimes I'll go to the bathroom. Sometimes I'll just sit there and my mind races. Go ahead, Lisa. What? But isn't waking up at 3.30 in the morning a sign that there's something wrong like with your liver or your kidneys oh, because thanks. our bodies Great. do all yeah. these processes My organs in the are middle shutting of down. the night. Thanks for this. All right, folks, that's all the actually, time we have. That's funny. Yeah, um, actually, it is true uh, that in the middle of the night, you can wake up for a myriad of reasons, right? So there is uh, thoughts that it could be uh, we got to play with somebody when they're drinking water. So if you're getting up in the middle of the night to be peeing, that there usually is a lesson about when to hydrate. So hydrating earlier in the day and about two hours before bed, cutting liquids so that they aren't waking you up, that your kidneys have a chance to work, do their job, um, and then you go to bed. Um, so that's the first thing is playing around with hydration timing earlier in the day. The other thing is uh, to your point is that sometimes it can be blood sugar related. And so when you say kidneys and liver, that is kidneys is the peeing thing. Liver is where we are having our, you know, whole um, cleansing organ for us. And blood sugar is a really big deal. Uh, And what could be happening there? It could be you're eating too late, too much, too sugary, too quick carbs, or alcohol. So alcohol has this rebound effect where you drink it uh, and you feel good, uh, but then you have, it's something called reactive hypoglycemia. So it's even regular, normal people can have this. And so all of a sudden your body wakes you up for good reason. It says, hey, wait a second, dude. I don't know. Your blood sugar seems off. Let's wake up and double check this. And so whether it's portions or too much sugar or too much alcohol, usually that blood sugar thing is something to pay attention to. Look at Lisa's face. It's like, I told you so. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. You guys have you had this discussion. That huh? You can't sleep, but you also just told me you went out five days last week. Okay. Night, so. um, I've gone out a few times. Um, <laughs> yes. it's It's got to be the alcohol because I eat at six. Because I like to do the 12-hour thing or 13-hour thing. I can't go 16, but the fast for 12 to 13 hours, yeah. But it's got to be the booze. But once I wake up, maybe I need to talk to a therapist. My mind just races, and I think about what I have to do the next day. I need a calming mechanism. 
to calm down, but it's very good. That and there's many things that you can do. So one is to you know have a it's boring, but it really does work for people who are overthinking. Is to get it out of your head and onto a piece of paper so you can deal with it in the morning. I do. So I have like, pen and yeah, paper on my nightstand. It's perfect. Yes. So that's great. Altering uh, lights is also a big thing. So even though it might be dark in your room, having a sleep mask for those moments where you are like, I just can't get back. Um, sleep mask is uh, research to actually decrease cortisol level, the stress hormone, and increase our melatonin, our sleep hormone. So in the middle of the night, say you didn't need a sleep mask to fall asleep, but you're having trouble getting back to sleep. Uh, having that right on your nightstand is a wonderful idea to test out and see how it goes. Um, altering light is uh, like a big, big deal. And then you said something I think is great is that there are lots of um, research studies about uh, progressive relaxation. So where you uh, tense up your feet and then you relax them, you tense up your calves, and you relax them, you tense up your knees, you relax them, you go up and down your body with like a tense and relaxation right. uh, mode. And it really does help people, you know, and then people have that all that old wives saying, which is probably true, right, is counting sheep. Um, the idea of having some mechanism to get out of your own head, whether that's counting or progressive relaxation, something along those lines. Well, I was going to say that sometimes, too, alcohol can just lead to a lot of anxiety in the middle of the night or in the morning. And I found that the less I drink the less day-to-day anxiety I have, whether it's at 3 a.m. or 7 a.m. or 10 p.m. it I hate saying that. We're trying to be like, yeah, it's the holidays. If you want to go have a cocktail with your friends, please do. But it's something to be curious about. Oh, I just like that very much. How you phrase that is exactly the way to do nutrition and wellness in general is testing things out out of curiosity, not assigning yourself something that you have to commit to for the rest of your life. It's just like test it out and see what happens and be curious about it. I love it. Well, you know, we're talking about sleep and I did before this show, I downloaded a, I'm not kidding, from the universe. I'm saying not from the computer, from the universe. An acronym to help people with sleep. Are you ready to hear it? This yes. is the first time I've ever done it. I've created just for you. Well, I co-created it with the universe just for you. You ready? Yes. The acronym is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Bring and it. These are, I can't these are wait tips, to hear it. Tips to help you sleep. Okay. Um, getting to bed at the same time, weekends, weekdays, that our body actually does set our circadian rhythm based on us doing the same time weekdays and weekends best of your ability, right? L stands for light. We talked about this a little bit already, but paying attention that it's dark when you need to be sleeping. Dark room, eye mask, lots of research on eye mask, electronics, not right lighting up in your eyes right before you go to bed. Light is an underrated, very important thing to manipulate at night. And on the opposite side in the morning, making sure you get bright light right away so that your body knows what waking is and knows what sleeping is. The E, the first E in sleep, stands for exercise. Uh, a lot of people forget that exercise actually helps you rest your body, that it helps get out a lot of those stressors. It helps uh, regulate blood sugars and everything that we need for good sleep. Um, whether you're doing it in the morning or right before bed, this is something, as Lisa, I like your word, being curious about, does the timing of your exercise affect your sleep? Does the type of your exercise affect your sleep? That's the E. The second E is again, something we talked about, early hydration and early caffeine. 
I don't care if you think you are not affected by caffeine. Every body, <laughs> human body is. Yep. People say all the time, girl, I could have two shots of espresso at night and not do it to me. And I'm like, no, it is. You are in denial. You are in denial. Right. So early caffeine, you need like at least 10 hours or so um, for all the caffeine to remove itself. So even if you're getting something like say two o'clock in the afternoon as you're cut off, that's better than having caffeine super late at night. So early caffeine, early hydration, as we talked about, if you're hydrating too close to bedtime, you're going to get up and pee. And that is obviously something you can manipulate. And the final, uh, it's pee, uh, is portions of food, portions of alcohol. Uh, we talked about those things already. Uh, portions of sugar, I should include yeah. in that list too. Those are things we don't have to eliminate. You don't have to you know, eat no food. You don't have to eat, have no alcohol. You don't have to have no sugar. But be curious, as Lisa's word is, about how much is too much for your body and affecting sleep. Oh, I love it. You say your body, because I think so many of us, we do, we read something, we read a study, and then we assume it's one size fits all. And what's going to work for me is not going to work for Pete. Absolutely correct. I would like to take a moment, though, of like, could you believe that that acronym just came to me for you? <laughs> I, know, I mean, that right? is, it's very it's impressive. Shocking. And so I noticed schedule. So I took schedule, notes. Yeah. Light, Lisa did not. So I'll caffeine, pass on my notes to her. Yeah. Electronics. And the P is for portions. Same pretty time is as S, light as L, exercise, first E, second E, early hydration, early caffeine, P for portions. Watch your portions on food, alcohol, and sugar. I want to I ask you about hydration. You brought that up. I wake up every morning and I do a liquid IV, sugar-free, with fiber. You know, guys get older, they take Metamucil. I hate the orange flavor. So I got non-flavored fiber because my doctor told me years ago, you need fiber in your diet. So if I chug a glass of water in the morning with fiber and the liquid IV, what do you think? I don't mind it, actually. I mean, of course, a dietitian is always going to say, food first. Yeah. Please have yeah, food first. Yeah, but it's easy. Fiber, food right. first. Fiber comes from fruits, vegetables, beans, lentils, whole grains. Fiber is in all the foods we should be eating. So, of course, I'm going to say that, food first. But I'm not saying the word food only. So there really is a time and a place for if somebody is feeling like, you know what, I really am struggling to get my 30 grams of fiber a day. Um, what could I do? Having a supplemental fiber, whether that is ground flax seeds that are a food that happens to have a lot of fiber or it's a fiber supplement you're buying. I think it's a great move. And anytime that you're going to increase fiber, you must increase water. Yeah, you so got to drink you a lot of water. So by doing it with water right. is key because otherwise you're basically just pumping in a bunch of fiber. You're going to stop yourself up and it's going to be <laughs> and no good. Fiber and water go together. They're a dynamic duo for keeping your intestinal tract strong and clean. Fiber actually helps your whole um, intestinal tract work like a muscle. So it keeps it strong and youthful. So it's great to great to do that fiber plus water in the morning. And then electrolytes are wonderful. I think you said a very important thing, though, is uh, you're using one that has either low or no sugar. No sugar. Most of yes. us, yeah, yes. most of us do not need these heavy duty sugary uh, electrolytes. If you are an athlete, you are doing 60 minutes or more of exercise. Sure, sugar is a very important piece of that, but most people are not doing that. So need a low to no sugar electrolyte. And having it in the morning is actually a great time because think about this. You are super dehydrated when you wake up. You have had eight hours of dehydration just laying there in your bed. And so waking up and having something to drink right away is so smart. 
Lisa gets eight hours. I get maybe six, seven if it's a good well, day. Well, I, yeah, but I pretty much follow all the rules in the acronym. So <laughs> you I do. get my eight hours. I hate you. You're always that A student. You drive me nuts. Quickly. It's boring, though. It, you know what, though? I will say that I look at my friends who are a little more not as rigid with their structures or routines. And sometimes I crave that. You know, it has to be a balance. I think 90% of the time I want to have my sleep schedule, but I need to be flexible for that 10% so I don't miss out on a great night out with friends or a concert or that late night conversation because I'm so rigidly attached to I must be in bed by this time. Yeah. Flexibility is the name of the game. You know, I wrote the book, The Flexitarian Diet, being flexible uh, beyond just being a flexible vegetarian, but being flexible with your schedule, I think is great. Um, I'm glad I have encouraged you. (laughs) Now, hold that thought, because when we come back, I'm going to keep you for a second segment, okay? I can't believe we've already burned through a segment right now, but I want to talk about hydration a little bit more. I want to talk about sweets over the holidays and weight training, okay? Perfect. Lifting weights. Dawn Jackson Blattner is a registered dietitian and nutritionist. She is our guest. Check out our website at dawnjacksonblattner.com. More on the way. More of the Pete McMurray Show next. Now, here's Pete and Lisa. Our guest is Dawn Jackson Blattner. Go to her website, dawnjacksonblattner.com. She is a registered dietitian and nutritionist. One more thing about hydration. We were talking about hydration before the break. I I mentioned that I drink a big glass of water in the morning with fiber and a sugar-free liquid IV. People forget to drink water the rest of the day. Some people do that little thing in the morning. They have that, uh, that routine, but that's it for the day. How important is it to keep hydrating? Uh, here's the thing. Life is water. Water is life. (laughs) Like it really is one of these things where every time I do an interview on hydration with anybody, it's like, bottom line is water is the base of human beings. We are made up of water. If we are dehydrated anyway, our entire metabolism from everything, from how our mind works to how our vision works, to how we speak, to our heart, to our blood, to our joints. I mean, you can go down the top to the tips of your toes of your body and it will work better if you are well hydrated. Bottom line. What are some signs that people might not attribute to being dehydrated? I don't know that everybody knows this. Like I have people, I'm like, have you tried drinking more water? They're like, oh, what a good idea. So yes, <laughs> headaches most definitely, but also going into that uh, cognitive place beyond aching head, it's brain fog that everybody is talking about. Lack yeah. of focus, irritability. These things could be dehydration. You also have uh, you know, people complaining of things like um, sore joints and having trouble recovering after workouts, there really could be a a dehydration component to this. So, you know, when you are thinking, oh, my knee hurts, you don't think, am I a well-hydrated person? And I I always give myself seven-day challenges where I say, you know what, I don't know. You know, and like you said, Lisa, (laughs) let's be curious here. Just seven days, if I was to drink the recommended, I mean, for women, uh, you know, it's probably about nine, eight ounce gla- glasses a day with 72 ounces. For men, it's more like 12 and a half glasses a day, which is 100 ounces. That's a Institute of Medicine kind of gives that guideline. Um, try it out for seven days. And if you're drinking that much water, do you feel better? And likely you will feel better and keep doing it. Be self-motivated. Right, right. Can you be dehydrated but not get the thirst sensation? Because I feel like some people aren't 
drinking a lot of water because they don't feel thirsty. So they think, well, I'm not thirsty. I can't be dehydrated. Yes, I, I think that's a very good point. Is uh, Although thirst is a wonderful tool, it is not a foolproof tool. So if you are somebody who says, hey, you know what, I can get by each day on 16 ounces of water and I'm not thirsty, that your thirst mechanism is not working for you. Um, so really, uh, yeah, thirst is not the only way uh, to assess. Here are two things I will tell you. Um, to assess hydration, truly, truly, truly look at the color of your pee. I know people are like, oh my God, weird. But like, listen, that is one of the key takeaways of like, mm -hmm. if you have bright yellow pee and you are, you're not going pee every couple of hours, dude, you're dehydrated. Like yep. that is your body telling you you're dehydrated. Second, be careful with this message of hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Could you drink too much water? Absolutely. You can actually drink too much water and have something called hyponatremia, which means low blood salt. And so that's why everybody is, you know, very much like in um, marathons and stuff, they drink these electrolyte enhanced liquids so that they're not just you know putting water 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 and then decreasing all of the electrolytes in their body so if you are somebody who loves water that is great and consider doing electrolytes that are lower no sugar to make sure you're not um screwing up your electrolytes we have two minutes left two things that i want to ask you before you go number one sweets over the holidays sugar you have to be careful you always tell us don't graze over the food table grab a plate and sit down that's the only thing. I, that's my only rule over the holidays for myself, for clients of mine, is I say graze nothing, enjoy everything, <laughs> right? So like graze nothing, like put everything on a plate. Don't just be picking on things. It makes you feel out of control. It, it You don't enjoy it. Right. Enjoy everything. Anything that you do put on that plate, you better taste that. You better savor that. You better enjoy that. And you better have no shame because it is yes. something you decided to do. You put it on the plate. You made a decision. Be a food boss, eat it, enjoy it, and move on. Yeah, I love that. Because like I said earlier this month, when we were talking about Thanksgiving, I said, I feel like we've been conditioned to always choose the lowest calorie item. Mm -hmm. But if what you really want is just that peanut butter cookie with the Hershey kiss on top, you should just eat that instead of eating the five things surrounding it, trying to convince yourself they're healthier. Enjoy it, own it, and move on. Get rid of the shame. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny because people won't eat that thing they want the most. They eat 17 things beforehand and then end up eating 300 of the thing that they wanted. It's called the yeah. restriction binge cycle. Anytime you restrict yourself, you will have a binge. Right. And so you have to lean in and own and enjoy the foods that we want to be eating. All right. Last thing, weight training. How important, especially when you're over 40, to weight train a few times a week? listen to this. Muscle is your longevity organ. If you want to live a long and healthy life, you must focus on how much muscle mass you have. It decreases every single year. And so when you are 40 plus, it becomes imperative that you are doing something active to build those muscles. Two times a week or three At times least. a week? Okay. Two times a week is what the recommendation is globally. If you can get that done, you can add more in there. It could be body weight. It could be bands. It could be uh, actual like, you know, barbells and um, anything that you can do. And I usually say to people, you know, maybe get some friends together, hire a personal trainer to show you proper form so you don't hurt yourself and then go for it. 
There's lots of free apps that you can do five, 10, 15 minutes of weight training. It doesn't have to take over your life, but we have to be doing it for longevity. We never have enough time with you. You're so good. Go to our website, DawnJacksonBlattner.com. Register dietitian and nutritionist. It is Dawn Jackson Blattner. Great to see your face. Thank you for everything. Great to see you. Thank you. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.